When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is now time for our run home rugby World Cup update. And Tonga's ex All Black flanker Viafa Fida, well, he's copped a four game ban for a dangerous tackle, and that has effectively ended his World Cup campaign. Uh, Fafita's shoulder made contact with first five Finn Russell's head during his team's 45-17 loss to Scotland on Monday morning. Uh, Fafita, who played 11 tests for the ABs, was initially shown a yellow card, which has since been upgraded to a red upon bunker review. At his judicial hearing overnight, Fafita admitted to the foul play, but he did challenge the red card, which would have enabled him to play their final game if he got off, but the panel said it was always illegal and there was zero mitigation. The charge was reckless with a high degree of danger. The panel said that suspension rules him out of Tonga's final two pool games against South Africa on Monday and Romania on October 9. Namibia captain Johan Dezel has been given an effective five-game ban for his dangerous tackle on Antoine Dupont uh, that left the French skipper with a facial fracture and on the sidelines for at least the next Rugby World Cup game. Uh, there are some murmurings that a certain face mask might have him available for said quarterfinal. Dezel received a red card for the incidents in France, 96 to zilch win in Marseille last week uh, over the Namibians, uh, but he did apologise for the tackle after receiving a whole bunch of online hate and some death threats, which is just gross. Grow up, people. An independent judicial com committee has decided the tackle met the top end of the scale of seriousness, the old scale of seriousness, and that, of course, as we all know, it means a 12-game suspension but uh, they applied a 50% reduction in the sentence following his apology and previous good records. Manu Samoa will start their Pool D clash against Japan. That is a crunch game, most must-win game for both sides in Toulouse on Friday uh, without any of their former All Blacks after coach Salele Mapasua made four changes to the lineup that lost to the Pumas last week. Stephen Luatua moved to the bench to make way for Jordan Tafur at number eight. Prop Charlie Farmer Wina dropped out of the matchday squad altogether. He's got a slight niggle. And first five, Lima Sopawanga uh, also is unfit to play, having missed the Pumas clash with a calf strain. And into the All Blacks camp we go. And assistant coach Jason Ryan has reiterated what Scott McLeod said uh, a couple of days ago, that all 32 available members of the All Black squad are fit and ready for selection against Italy. The only player not considered for the squad that will be named overnight is prop Ethan DeGroote, who is suspended. Look, they, um, you know, they've been playing good rugby up until their injuries, you know, like all of them in their own little uh, unique ways. So... It'd be great to have a full contingent if we get through tomorrow um, while at training and they'll all become uh, available, yeah. Exciting stuff. Ryan also pointed towards a potential start for Tamaiti Williams as a replacement for DeGroote. He's been training incredibly well. Uh, he's ready. He's been putting the work in um, off the grass as well as on it. He's um, you know, been learning a lot from the experienced props, I guess, and... Um, yeah, with Gruder obviously being out, it's no secret he's going to get a crack, isn't it? Just what the mix will be, but um, yeah, looking forward to him putting into place what, he, what he's been working hard at at training, really. 
Tomaiti Williams uh, looks like he will be in the match day 23, uh, but as alluded to by Jason Ryan, just not sure what part of <coughs> excuse me part of that he will be. Uh, Ryan also confident that his pack can step up in intensity against the Italians, and as he he's identified a couple key areas of improvement. Yeah, well, we've got to step up. To be honest, we've got to uh, move forward. I talked at the camp that was really important for us as an All Black team to change gears, and I think as a forward pack, um, we're in the we're in a great spot to do that and we'll have no excuses around that and I think that it's uh, it's um, well it has to be a bit of a marker game for us as a pack and I know the boys are in a great spot and they've prepared well and um, looking forward to executing what we've been working so hard at with training you know the Bordeaux camp as I mentioned last week it was some good physical exchanges and blew the whistle a couple more times than I used to uh, usually do but it's a good sign. It's all in, uh, it's all to you know, and put in the right place. Mm. Indeed, indeed. And uh, speaking of the All Blacks, uh, is New Zealand rugby? Uh, before I get to that, a lot of conjecture the last couple of days off the back of the death of Wallabies rugby, that maybe just maybe uh, New Zealand and Australia are both missing out on that physicality of playing South African Super Rugby teams, and certainly uh, Beave has alluded to that in the uh, last couple of weeks as well. Uh, so, is New Zealand, Jason Ryan, is New Zealand rugby missing out on the physicality of not playing South African sides at Super Rugby level? Yeah, good question. I think um, it's it's um, it was always enjoyable playing the box in, in Super Rugby, in my experience, because they're, they're big four pack and, and that sort of thing. So you don't probably have that sort of uh, demand in, in the Super Rugby competition as much as you used to. But um, I think what's important, you've got to run scenarios at trainings and you've got to make sure that you're setting guys up to succeed through different situations that you can create. Um, through different ways of loading the scrum, uh, engaging and that sort of thing. So it's it's probably not what it used to be, to be fair. But, um, you know, we've we, we got no excuses with that side of thing. We, we've got to get ourselves right at trainings and get that right. We probably learned that in the test at Twickenham. I don't know if that answers your question or not. Yeah, I don't know if it did either, Jason. You kind of did, but you kind of didn't. Uh, I think the answer is yes, and I think the evidence is in the struggles that both the All Blacks and Wallabies have had the last two years. Uh, one player we all expect to see on Saturday morning is hooker Cody Taylor. Uh, he gave a little insight into the reported niggle that's been going on in All Blacks training. Yeah, it's always the same old faces, but um, it's usually a good sign. I think, uh, yeah, there's there's... Good niggle and then over the top niggle and I think we've had a bit of both at times but um, old mate next to me got stuck into a little bit of it himself so uh, I suppose that's a good sign you know you've got a young um, first year All Black that's willing to put his hand up and get stuck in and he's not afraid of it um, that's a good sign in itself I think. And does Cody Taylor realistically think Italy can challenge the All Blacks in a do or die, do or die game for the ABs? Uh, I think he runs a threat in this World Cup and uh, given that it's a must win, definitely a massive threat. Um, and saying that, we're uh, putting in a lot of work and, um, you know, we still want to win, obviously, and um, confident in the work that we've put in. Uh, I think since Kieran's been involved with Italy, then yeah, they're the, the best Italian side I've ever seen. And um, I think that's a, Byproduct of yeah the coaching and also um, the 
players that have come through Italy of late, um, and then just how competitive the Six Nations has, got, has been over the last few years. It always has been, but um, in terms of Northern and Southern Hemisphere rugby, it, it's, a, it's a real high standard, and um, Italy has uh, benefited from that, and uh, they should be confident in their ability because they're a great team, and we're, t we're definitely not taking them lightly because um, we know what they can do. We've seen it in clips uh, in previous games, so... It's going to be an exciting challenge. Best Italian team in history, maybe. They've also an Italian team that's only won one of its last 50 Six Nation games. Stat, stat, courtesy, and thanks to Daniel McCarty and uh, Cody Taylor expecting a tough game up front. Well, it starts up front first. We know that, um, like we said, they pride themselves on set piece. They win the ball and they want to play fast. Um, and when they can, they want to try and beat you um, with speed and skill. Uh, but another thing that Italy's really picked up is their skill sets. Um, so with that, yeah, they've got a really fast ruck. I think it's the fastest in Tier 1 um, uh, test team. So, uh, you know, we don't slow that down. It'll be a tough day, and that's just the reality of it. Like, we've got to match them physically, if not better than, and then, um, yeah, slow their ball down. And we know the Ryder Cup is this weekend. Well, certainly Beef does because he's going. Uh, and a certain Irish go golfing superstar is a believer in the Emerald Green going all the way. Um, I think the last thing that's happened in Ireland that would be as big as Ireland winning the World Cup was this man winning the Open Championship of Poor Rush in 2019. Um, I don't think there would be anything like it uh, in the history of, of Ireland in, in the country. And uh, like we're, we're counting our chickens before they hatch a little bit, but. If, if they were to get there, um, it would be a mon monumental achievement. And as Shane said, something that, you know, chances like this don't come around very often. They have to try to make the most of it. Rory McIlroy, that voice, and the Shane he was referring to, Shane Larry, his teammate and countryman and another big fan of the Paddies, who believes it is their time. And, and look, that's going to be the way over the next few weeks as far as the team go. And I think, look, I think this team has a chance to do something that, you know, will be remembered forever. Like Ireland might never have the chance like this to win a World Cup again. I think this team has that chance and it's very exciting for the whole country. Um, you know, I was back there for a few days last week and just being here today in Paris, just seeing how many Irish people are here. And like Rory says, we come out in our numbers. We're a great, com great country to jump on a bandwagon. And, uh, you know, it's going to be an amazing few weeks and hopefully it can be, uh, you know, a successful one. Yeah. Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry, they've got their own job to do this weekend uh, in the Ryder Cup for Team Europe. Uh, we'll keep you up to date with that on Monday, how that goes. Uh, and of course, massive Ireland fans um, and massive rugby fans. Uh, it is a huge time for Irish sport, isn't it? Uh, they truly do believe that they are on the cusp of a maiden World Cup victory. That is the Run Homes Rugby World Cup update for another day.